0: I'm gonna get it right though. Nah, but you told me to do it, so I'm
1: gonna do it.
0: What up? This is G Splash, the only podcast on the internet with access to a Wakanda. Not really.
1: I, I, I used my passport to get there. The flight guy sent me home.
0: Apparently, apparently there was a flight out of Atlanta. But we won't get into that. Uh, yeah, I hit Twitter. Uh, we talk all things pop culture, comics, movies, nightmares, but only from Elm Street. Technology, celebrity gadgets, but only gadgets used by celebrities. You know, no other gadgets. Zero all- other
1: gadgets other than ones used by celebrities
0: i'm bradley baxter he's chris watts What's up?
1: uh
0: we're we're kicking it off we're going hardcore man uh quick announcement
1: big announcement here big one here this one is this one's, this you, ones are showering. Go, go ahead Take the much. announcement is this, from G-Splash to you, that uh, Brad and myself, we both loved Black Panther, and we're going to talk about it a lot as our main topic, a lot, a lot, uh, that's going to be later in the show, we'll talk about some other things first, and then we're going to get to that, so if you liked Black Panther, if you didn't like Black Panther, I would be surprised if you didn't, but if you uh, if you didn't, who cares, listen to the end, because we're going to really dig in deep. We
0: got a lot of stuff going on, so we'll we'll get right into it. Chris, how are you doing this week?
1: I am doomed. I don't even care, Chris. Okay. We're going okay. straight Moving to the off. news. Uh, the Incredible dropped a new
0: trailer. Chris, you are a big Pixar nut. nut. What did you think of the trailer?
1: Loved it. Very excited. I think that uh, for years, I anybody that's watched The Incredibles, it gets to the end. And if you haven't watched it, spoiler alert, I guess it was 10 years ago. But they're at the track meet and then the freaking uh, mole man comes out of the ground and they all put on their masks. And then they just never made a sequel. And it was one of those things where every time I watch that movie and get to the end, I'm like, well, that sucks. Like It seems like it set us up for this family to be a team. And and I think the easy thing to do in some cases when it's been that long is to do a sequel where – it picks up years later. Like, oh, the character's aged as well. And if that's done right, I think it's awesome. But this one's a direct continuation. Like 10 years later, it's picking up right where the first one left off. Everyone's the same age. It's literally they're like fighting the Mole Man when it opens, it looks like. So I'm yeah. excited. I'm excited. It looks great. I'm, I'm, I'm always in.
0: Yeah, no, I noticed that too. Sometimes that works out uh, in, the, in the movie's favor. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, sure.
1: I- Toy Story 3. There's a great example. Andy grew up. That's worked perfect for me because I grew up too, and it made me cry because my toys are all gone.
0: <laughs> uh, Tron Two is a good version of that. Um, there you go. Dumb and Dumber was not.
1: Was not that <laughs> one blew it? Did a poor job there. Um. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No. I, I. I'm not the biggest fan of of The Incredibles. I know a lot of people love it. Um, what? I. I mean, I, I enjoy all those movies, but there's always there's always a sad part to those movies. It's always just. There's always a really just. Like up, well, at least
1: both the parents survive up, in Incredibles.
0: Up breaks your heart in a million pieces before you before the movie starts. It's, it's the like, greatest, greatest
1: I... love story in five minutes ever.
0: Other news. So Riverdale has taken off. Chris, are you caught up on Riverdale?
1: No, I'm not.
0: I'm not either. I started My watching. Wife some... watches
1: like, like it like it's I don't know. Takes it like opioids. They're just like I'm not. Uh, this nom.
0: is a honest. This is probably like a closet show for me. Like I. would
1: Right, you wouldn't tell people about it.
0: I'm not this open about talking about Riverdale, but I saw the first season. It's cool, like it's such an old classic character, so it's kind of cool to see a new twist. Um, it's very CW Pretty Little Liars type of shit. Archie so. turned
1: into CW. I also like the idea that, like, as I as we're talking, like, oh yeah, we don't really know much about it. I'm here just wearing a Riverdale t shirt, and there's like posters of the characters in this room, and you have like a life size. Huggable pillow of Archie in your room. We're like, yeah, we've never seen it. Seems like it's kind of a chick
0: thing. <laughs> yeah, I've got I'm, wearing, I'm actually wearing the full on costume for yeah, right just
1: just dressed up.
0: Um, <laughs> so originally there was rumors speculating that, because uh, I guess Sabrina the Teenage Witch is tied into that universe. Okay. And so they were originally gonna bring her on board, and they were gonna do the show. But I guess, uh, I guess it's not in the same universe. It turns out to be its own thing.
1: I've also so heard know. that it's like, isn't it rumored that it's going to be like a little darker? Yeah, it's supposed like, to be. Well, that, it, ha- that's it has, what it has a be- weird title. Even it's like Sabrina the something. Isn't it got like a weird like? It's not called going to be called Sabrina the Teenage Wish Witch Wish. Oh yeah, the chi- it's called the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. So a dark yeah. coming of age tale that follows Sabrina. So it's going to have like a little bit heavier, like maybe the original movie. Had a little bit of like dark stuff to it, and that that sounds like CW to me. It's like, hey everybody, remember that awesome Archie comic that everybody loved, where everybody was light and doofy and and being young kids? Let's do that, but we'll add a lot more drugs and some murder. Yeah, it was, it's gonna be on Netflix, so <laughs> right. They're gonna do, no they're hold gonna, hard.
0: It's gonna be it's gonna be the exact same storyline as Riverdale, just with Sabrina. She's like an evil. Witch. Someone's gonna get murdered, in like. So She's going to get accused of being a witch and they're going to try to burn. you're a witch. She's
1: going to make people's eyes bleed and drop the F-bomb left and right. I'll watch. I will watch. (laughs) Speaking
0: of disappointments, um, Walking Dead has been on the downward spiral for the last two years.
1: Yeah. It's just been a constant.
0: So, spoiler, if you're not caught up, pause this, skip ahead. They're obviously killing Carl. And uh, it's been in the news. Maggie has not signed on. What is this? What is her name? Yeah, she's not signed on for season nine.
1: Really? Yeah. Do you think that's a personal choice, or like she doesn't want to be affiliated anymore? Well, she and she's she, doing and, stuff? and it just came out today that um, Laura Laura just, Cohen is her name.
0: Laura Cohen just signed uh, on another show on ABC.
1: Another an ABC show, a new action yeah. dramedy called Whiskey Cavalier it just got announced today. Oh, she's gonna be opposite of TV Scott Foley, so that's already a win in my book. Interesting. I wonder. So she's probably just like peace. I'm at it. Well, I mean, honestly, it's a sinking ship, and everybody knows it. Like it's just like it is coming. It's coming it went to from an being end. the golden child of television, mixing you know fantasy and horror and all that together, to being like like it's it's kind of embarrassing when you watch it. The writing's just so bad. And if I was her, I'd be like, hey, I built a nice little. Reputation for myself, I'm gonna cash in I and mean, get the fuck out of here.
0: True, 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 true. Uh, they're also supposed to put a nude zombie on television. Be the just first what I've of.
1: always wanted. You know, yeah.
0: Can't wait. <laughs> I'll be watching. Yeah. So if things couldn't get any more weird and twisted, mm-hmm. all those South by Southwesters out there that haven't showered, uh, there's another <laughs> Westworld <laughs> is cr- man. Westworld, what no, have you ever been out there? I actually haven't been out there, but I've I've been to enough shows where I've hung around enough bands. Um HBO's opening a Westworld. I I originally wrote down theme park, but it's not a theme park. It's a in immersive experience. Oh, an South immersive
1: experience. So it's VR is what I'm hearing. No? Yeah, probably. They, they are building not. HBO is building the town of Sweetwater for an immersive Westworld experience. So basically, you go in yeah, it's it's a complete immersive experience. Two hour activation will be spread over two acres. You get shuttled into it. You get to go through all like uh, the sets you recognize from the show. It's basically like a museum. Oh, and there's a lot of committed actors in there. To, to, wow. This is gonna be like a full on like, oh, this is similar to that thing they actually did in New York. You remember um a few months back, or maybe a year ago now? Jeez, time's so so wonky. Uh, remember they did that thing where they converted that hotel into an active an interactive art gallery? And you went and you had to put on the white mask. Oh, they still have that shit here. See, it's like that. Like, you basically go and you get to be, like, a part of the show for two hours and wander around through all your favorite sets and stuff. What's the payoff there? Is that just, like, a huge watch the show type thing? Like, that's is that just all advertising for the show, basically? It's all marketing, man. It's all marketing, right? Like, hey, this, come do this. You people are going to love that. You're definitely going to love this. Yeah, that's the
0: new age of marketing, whereas, like, and I've, I've been trying to tell companies to do this as, since I... Like for years now, but but it costs a lot of money, so a lot of people don't want to do it. But it's all about the experience, because like, how many people are gonna walk away from that? Like, dude, I got especially like, say you've never you didn't see the first season, sure, and and this thing just comes like take over South by Southwest, which is totally not known for. Like if this was Comic Con, yeah, great,
1: right, right. It'd be like, oh yeah, that's just that's just normal,
0: right? But South by Southwest, I mean, it's like there's a there's like venue next to venue next to venue of shows on shows on shows. So
1: racks on racks uh, on racks.
0: <laughs> now you got worlds on worlds on worlds, and the cool, the thing that I love about this is there are they're like you, we're gonna shuttle you in, and that's how you, that is how you go to the park in the movie, and well, I think obviously and in the show, but like this is cool.
1: I think it's super. Love, anytime they go and do like crazy stuff like this, not necessarily crazy, but when you know, this took a lot of planning, It took a lot of man hours, it took a lot of money, and I like the idea that they were like, yeah, let's just like go for it. This
0: is the kind of like
1: experience like, like i said you'll
0: you'll walk away from like well that was really cool like i have to watch the show now
1: yeah and also i mean I the think line cool for this is gonna be crazy to, oh it's gonna be nuts to get in i think it's cool they're doing this especially since like i don't know you gotta be i i, I guess in my growing up i haven't been maybe i just don't remember some s- certain shows and there's definitely been ones like breaking bad and maybe mad men those are all amc but like <clears throat> i f- i feel like in the history there were shows. It was like this show just dominates this channel, right? And then, oh, that show's gonna end, so then we'll need to find a new show. In this case, I think <laughs> if I was Westworld people, would be like, we don't only really have to try that hard because Game of Thrones is gonna end. <laughs> like those people are gonna have to watch something, but maybe that's countered by the fact that there are so many channels with so many good shows now. Like even what's that show with uh, uh, J.K. Simmons? The one that's like I think it's called Counter. And it's on. It's on like freaking not Stars even. It's like on the Weird Channel. And but you gotta sign up for it if you want it. So maybe it's like crackle? a combination. It's on, yeah, it's, it's on, it crackle. on crackle. <laughs> it's on one of the ones. And I, I, TVs just changed so much now, dude. Where you really do have to try. Like in the old, I, remember, I, I bet you when Sopranos went off the air, HBO was like, "We're fucked." Like, what are we gonna do? What are people into? And now it's like, oh no, like people will go on to the next show, but we need to make sure that that next show is with us. Yeah, you,
0: yeah you're right, 100. percent But now there's just too many shows. Like, I, there's so many shows I'm not caught up on. That I. Like Riverdale.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Sure. I bet. Oh, yeah. Me, the wa- me neither.
0: The Walking Dead. I, I love stuff like this. Like, this is what kind of shit we did in, at Nike all the time. And it makes a world of difference. Like, if you, not only if you walk away from like you were going to buy a product anyway, or you are already bought into the product or show,
1: but like now you can take an experience away from it. Right. People will just give you their life savings. To be like, oh man, I feel I feel closer. I've always I've always been a huge Rick and Morty fan, but when that Rick Mobile pulled up into town and I went and saw it, I was like, damn, I even love it even more because this is a badass thing they did.
0: And it didn't even do anything. It was just a store. You just you still had to walk up and buy shit.
1: It was when, amazing when I,
0: though. When I was there, it wasn't even a store. It just sat in the just lot. It just
1: sat there. It's like the Oscar Mayer Wiener mobile. like the only thing
0: it was the only thing I took a picture of, that whole thing. Well, that's going to be our news. Actually, there's a bunch of other stuff I'm not even going to really try and get with. Nah. They set a new, uh, they unveiled a new date. Nah. Um. I guess that's already
1: Nah.
0: I should have gone. I didn't go, Chris, and I'm mad about it. I had plans and I had arrangements and I was kind of lazy and I was like, Ooh, should I go, should I not go? But Toy Fair twenty eighteen, New York was this past weekend. Not open to the public. But we had a lot of good news come out of this toy toy
1: fair. Oh, tons of good stuff. So much cool stuff.
0: So a couple weeks ago we talked about toys and vintage toys and things that we used to to really we used to love as kids, collect, whatever, how it still kind of bleeds into today. So if you haven't heard that episode, go back a couple. It's actually I think it's actually our most downloaded episode. Woohoo! Yeah, man, lots of crazy news. It started off with uh, maybe people don't know this, but I, I talked a lot about Power Rangers in that episode, and um, that Power Rangers have always kind of been done by one company called Bandai. Mm-hmm. They're more known for like a lot of their like Japanese type stuff, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: They were a hot toy in the nineties. Bandai and Power Rangers are calling it split after its tw- after the twenty fifth anniversary. So, hmm, interesting. Hasbro's taking over the contract. No real surprise, I guess, there.
1: What I'm curious is like, what's it going to do with the market? I mean, wow. That's So you're asking me for estimate news?
0: <laughs> Not or really estimate. estimate.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, I, I would say so. Big changes in certain things in the toy market are what, what people look back on. There are certain toys that weren't ever valuable until something happened in the company years later. Uh, there are certain toys that are super valuable because they had a flaw. There are su- certain toys that are uh, super valuable because they have a piece on, or a piece that's different from other pieces, like the vinyl cape on uh, the Jawas and the original Star Wars toys. Um, I which, I think it was made, made a, from a sock. Yeah, <laughs> when they did the prototype, yeah. Dude mm-hmm. took off his sock and cut it. Great. We already talked about that in our other toy one, but uh, I think that I don't think these are going to be worth a. I don't think these are going to help you retire and buy an island. But I do think that changes like this, they do increase value in some ways more than they don't, right. especially with toys like Power Rangers, which are have always been in the pop culture eye. Power Rangers, something that are you know they're still making shows for kids today. This isn't like a one and done like Street Sharks. <laughs> Food fight. What was that? Food food fighters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mutants. Ugly fucking mutant babies. (laughs) Yeah. No, there's some things that
0: stick out uh, in in those realms. And it's kind of weird because it's it's not really predictable. But one of the more memorable things about Power Rangers was the toys. So.
1: Oh, hell yeah. I mean, I was. This is crazy, but I was not a huge Power Rangers fan when I was a kid. The kid that lived across the street from me. Uh, who was my close friend, he, he was super into it and he had all the toys. And I and I remember being like, I, I don't know how I fell on the other side of the fence from that. I feel like all the kids my age, our age, were into Power Rangers. But I was like, had Ninja Turtles and all the shit we talked about in our toy uh, episode. So I don't know what happened. But I mean, I remember being like, Megazord, that looks dope. Yeah, I
0: think, from, but remember I told you, like for me, I like right after the movie came out is when I was just like, I, I, I feel like I was late to the game as far as... People were like nah. gr- growing up like I didn't want to grow. Like I was like, I still want to play with Power Rangers, but none of sure. my friends do. And I can't have toys anymore because they think I think I'm going to be a baby. Right. So I was that was kind of in, but I'm glad I I mean, it's it got ridiculous later on. So I got out at the right time.
1: <laughs> you were 18. I was 30. I was like, uh, I got to lose my virginity or hold on to these toys. You got to go toys. Yeah. No. Uh,
0: anyway that's um <laughs> that's power Rangers folks. that's that no for uh, I, yeah, Green Ranger, white Ranger uh Hasbro well, we'll get into Hasbro since we start talking about Hasbro. uh uh but the gauntlet got released again. everyone's talking about the infinity gauntlet, of course. they're making a life-size one. Looks pretty
1: cool. Uh, they're doing a life-size infinity gauntlet. Yeah, how many dollars
0: is it? Every movie they put out like one prop like prop slash not
1: like cheap prop yeah it's only a hundred dollars yeah about 100 110 bucks if you and me and we can set find five other people to go in on it with us we can get one (laughs) because because (laughs) Because between five adult
0: because between five adult males we can't fucking
1: afford we can't put together a hundred bucks no no i said five plus us so that's seven seven oh, oh, people, seven grown ass men can't We're come so together poor help us oh, oh god geez. uh i will well, be uh, purchasing this absolutely
0: yeah i've got haven't I,
1: even I'm seen gonna... a picture of it yet definitely going to buy it uh, Oh, there it yeah. is and i'm going to buy it oh my god the
0: fingers move yeah you can put it on and all of it all of its glorious oh glory. i am
1: going to incorporate this into the bedroom most definitely oh no is it machine washable never mind i'll figure it out later I'll fire One of the cool later. things, and
0: you'll probably really love this, Chris, is Hasbro launched what's called HasLab.
1: Haslab, Haslab is kind
0: of like the Kickstarter, what it's kind of like that Kickstarter crowdfunding formula. Oh, because uh, they
1: don't have enough money. Yeah, I've actually seen this thing though that you're talking about this uh I already I I heard I read all about this. It's like a 3D printed looking Jabba's Palace playset. Well it's not it's not it's not like a
0: crowdfunding thing. It's more like Interest, like kind of what um, Lego does. Sure. Like, what are you guys
1: into? What do you want us to do? Okay, we'll do that.
0: So a lot of... There's always been talk about this Java ship, the sail barge. And this is like the lo- like the largest Star Wars play set. This is kind of cool. I like the idea of like a company being a like... A toy
1: company being that open to outside suggestion.
0: 100%. Like, I loved it when Lego was doing this. I was checking that thing all the time, especially when they're doing the Simpsons stuff.
1: Yeah. So... That's I would imagine cool actually. Yeah. I mean I, I completely agree with you. It, it's awesome when you feel like you are able to have you know put some so input right now into it.
0: I'm pretty sure what, what it is, because it is there's money involved. For it's five hundred bucks. Now we'll meet you twenty eight guys. And and that's how much the whole playset will cost. So essentially you're just buying it. So if enough people say they they'll buy it, they'll make it. It's this is like a business model dream. Like, yo, does anybody want this? Because like we'll do it, but you got to make us sure a lot we, of money. We got to make sure we can sell all of them because <laughs> we yeah. ain't trying to sit on this product.
1: They have currently, if you go to their site, which is uh, Hasbro lab dot com, uh, the vintage collection Java sail barge, which actually is named the Katana, but spelled not like the samurai sword it has an H in there and an E and a couple ends. Uh They're currently at sixteen hundred thirty seven of five thousand backers. And you have to back now for five hundred dollars plus tax, but that means that sixteen hundred thirty-seven people have said, yup, "Yep, yeah, so gotta get all, that." If it's
0: like the regular size figures. The thing's huge. Like if you watch, the, there's a
1: video on it. Oh, it's it's ginormous! It's ginormous. Total oh, wow, It's like oh, that's crazy. Inches. Oh, did you see what they're? So, what the idea behind it is that this is basically a reproduction of the props the actual, that they the used. Prop, yeah. Cause in the old days, for you young Tibos out there, uh, before there was CGI. You, <laughs> back in our day, see, it was no computers. They had to use actual like sets and puppets. And so this is a reproduction of the one that they used to film the Jabba scene. So it's like four, approximately four feet long. Where the fuck would you put that in the house? Uh, hey, welcome. Come on into the living room. You're gonna have to scoot around Jabba's uh, ship here. No, no, no worries there. Oh, that's what
0: you do. That's how. That's how you make a. That'd be like how you make a cool fucking coffee table, right? So uh, you get a great glass, coffee table. Great. You get a glass, a glass top. You mm-hmm. make like make it fit right under there. You put a little little uh, what are those things called? Yep, definitely. Pan pan
1: panorama no. panorama panoramic glass feet legs. Who cares? Uh, my thing about this too is if you're listening right now and you'd like to buy this, do us a favor, just go ahead and send us cash, and we'll place the order for you. <laughs> And
0: uh, we'll make sure it gets delivered.
1: It's absolutely going to get to you. No, and worries. it will get.
0: We'll make sure that Chris gets one hundred percent his inspection. Uh, tons of
1: Funko, co-
0: tons of Funko co- pops were out out there this weekend. Crazy, For there's some. so many, uh, all kinds. I couldn't stuff. even keep up. Everything from Disney
1: Pops, including Monsters, Inc. and Hercules, to if you're into WWE, sure. Uh, All kinds of new music legends and Stranger Things with the Ghostbusters uniforms or the costumes. There is so much. Go to Original Funko uh, on Instagram. They have a hole where they basically just freaking jammed every single post in a row as to what was being released. But again... Funko just keeps doing it right by taking these licenses that exist for other brands are successful and they're turning them into stuff that people want and ask for. So I'm in. I'm gonna buy all the Hercules ones. Yeah, like Hercules damn sure. The, uh,
0: They've been making Doug. You see those Doug ones? Oh, I love the Doug ones. I got one. What's your opinion on uh McFarlane toys? Uh,
1: I think that they are I think they're beautiful. I think that they're have held up as what they were when they were, you know, around 10 15 years ago with the spawn toys, they were always so beautifully detailed. Um, but you know, sometimes they hook onto subject matter that's definitely niche, so you have to really be into some kind of fucking one creature from a certain thing, and you can have a dope ass a- action figure of it.
0: Yeah, so they got the license for uh, Stranger Things. Oh, okay, and, uh, that'd be interesting. So they did like uh, 11 in their punk fit,
1: they're always crazy detailed.
0: Yeah, and they did the the boys in their Ghostbuster costumes. But the cool thing is they did an upside down Will, and then the the packaging Will is upside down in the ooh in the, clever in the box. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Yeah, man, Toy Fair was dope. I wish I next we gotta go next year and pretend that we have a store so they'll sell us stuff wholesale, and then we'll just sling it on the sides,
1: it's on the sides,
0: but on the sides. Uh, this brings us to our weekend movie guide. Now, our scoring system is new and updated. We got...
1: Our, our old uh, our old used to be Splash, Trash, or Meh. And now it looks like, what do we got now? What are, We got five now. What are we're, they?
0: We're, ex- we're extending it because I felt like there were some films that weren't quite Splash, but weren't quite Meh. They were kind of better than Meh. So we call the in-between, we call that M-Splash. See what I did there? M-Splash. M-splash. Or Meh Splash. Was right. in between there, and then in um some there were some movies I was like, it's not really mad, but it's not really trash, so it's a drip. Call that the drip. Drip. Although drip sounds, drips kind of it just has a good cool tone. Anyway, um, a dead a dead. T- so this is like the dead time for movies. Yeah, we have talked like about weird
1: kind of pre-summer, post the shitty winter, but like a weird. You never know what you're gonna get.
0: Right. So we just came off a we just came off a huge binge worthy month or two of films that's three months of the year plus over the overlap in january are all oscar films that you're trying to like see all of them right you can talk to so you can talk to bill by the water cooler to make sure he's not the one that is telling everyone what movie to see that you're like nah, that movie sucked bro like you need to see this bad anyway that's why we're here we're here to make that easy for you but there's two movies coming out this week that are that got a lot of buzz i'm looking forward to two of them um, but
1: Chris Game Night looks hilarious as fuck. Game night is coming out this weekend, and I I was very, very skeptical. Like when I saw the previews of it, so I thought this is just gonna be another one of those movies that is. Yeah, it's just... not getting
0: a lot of it's not getting a lot of marketing.
1: No, it's like I've seen the marketing. commercials. It's got Rachel McAdams and Jason Bateman. They star you know, they're two people that are huge into games a, like all kinds of game they, they game yeah. nights everything and then they end up getting brought into like a mob thing and they think it's a game night but then it spirals well, they, out of control. They arra-
0: yeah they arrange a murder mystery and it's complete with like fake thugs and federal agents but somehow some which way it gets twisted into an actual thing and wrong they place, go wrong place wrong time and they they go out through this experience thinking it's not real and it is real right um what's the what's the
1: score on Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes, Tomatoes right, right now this is this is where I'm saying being surprised I was sure when I went on here I was gonna be like, okay it's probably around a 50 but it's actually at an 86 right now and what it's got like a 98 percent of people are interested in seeing it so it's like it's got a good cast it's it's funny cast, yeah. but also it's kind of got those dark comedy elements with some twists um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm now, now I'm now even more intrigued. I was probably going to see it already cause I think it looked funny and it's got I me mean, Winston from new girls in there and, and Jason Bateman and Rachel McAdams. So I'm like, sure. But now I'm like, damn, that, that seems like that's going to be fun and good. Yeah. I'll give, I think this one's going to be a meh, uh, maybe an M splash. I'll give an M splash. I don't think it's gonna make like a ton of money or anything, but I think it'd be like, I enjoyed that. That was a great fun night we had. Good,
0: good February movie. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna pull uh, like, my on... pants off,
1: but it's good.
0: <laughs> the other one on here is uh, Natalie Portman's new John, which is called Annihilation. Annihilation. This movie looks weird. I feel like I don't know enough about the movie, but it's like yeah. this some something happens on this planet, our planet, and our planet, <clears throat> and there's like this magical curtain. Yeah, and it seems like people are trying to explore it, but they're not coming back, and they try and figure out
1: why. Yeah, there's so, like a it's called the Shimmer, and it like changes. And her husband went in, and she's got visions of something. Natalie Portman's the main character. She's like leads like some sort of research paramilitary group, and it seems crazy. It's actually based on a trilogy of books. Um, oh, is it? Yeah, that came out. Soon. They're they're super short to the point where like the characters aren't even named. Like they're just called like the archaeologist, the scientist. The, like they're just they don't even have names. But, Colonel um, Mustard in the lobby. Colonel Mustard, you know the normal, uh, yeah. But this one, man, this looks uh, it looks good. It's by the guy that did um, Ex Machina with Domhnall Gleason and um, Alicia Uh I think, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's got a ninety percent right now, a ninety-eight. This is another one I thought was going to probably fall flat, but um, it looks like it's going to be a really good kind of sci-fi. Uh, interesting movie that's going to make you think. Apparently, after you're kind of done watching, so I'm in. I'm in. Interesting. I hope it's not like Mother make me think
0: kind of shit. You ever see Mother?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Really, Aronofsky intense. Yeah man. Okay. Yeah man. So I'm going on this one. I'm going to go. I'm actually going to go with Splash.
0: Oh, you're on Splash. I think People it's going to be. People
1: love a, Natalie Portman.
0: Uh, not so much lately. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to go man. I'm gonna go in there with my expectation as meh, and then uh, you know I think it'll be I think it'll outdo that expectation. Those are the movies coming out this week, coming to a theater near you. Uh. That was a little bit more creepy than like an entertainment trailer read. <laughs> coming to a theater near you.
1: I liked it. Oh, I uh
0: chris i think that's uh bringing us to our main topic we and we breezed through this rather quickly i didn't ask you how you were doing because i didn't care i wanted to get to this point we gotta get to the
1: good stuff we gotta get to the meat
0: all right so we're talking this movie that came out over the weekend called black panther you may have heard of it i haven't heard of it Hmm. it's the 18th movie in this marvel cinematic universe
1: damn is it the 18th
0: It's the 18th. I thought thought it was was the 19th. 19th. I thought it was the 19th, too, but then I went back and looked at it. Uh, What? This movie is crushing the box office. And, um, Chris, what are your first... What are your thoughts? Let's start with you and what you thought of the film overall.
1: I mean, where do I even start? This movie is just so good. It's so well done. uh, And so many levels. I, I mean, it's got... It's got a strong story. It's got great acting, great characters, great music, great visuals. Um, I was completely blown away, and and this is one of those ones where the everybody before was saying how awesome it was going to be, how big it was going to be, how everything comes together really well. And I actually went in, you know, I didn't go in skeptical, but I went in being like, okay, like impress me. I want to see what this thing that's that's standing out. And by the time I walked out of the theater, I was like, okay, I completely. I'm sold. I am on the on board for that being a great film. What about you?
0: I was really excited. I, you know, I texted you the day of the show. I was like, dude, like this, I, yeah, I've you were never been Jones this in. excited. I haven't been this excited for a movie in a while. I was probably more excited to see this than I thought uh, than I was for Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And I liked this movie a lot. Everything that it touched on, I think that everything that it was going for exceeded expectations. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um Way way more than expected Expectations were already high to begin with, but it definitely exceeded them in <clears throat> every which way. Mm-hmm. There were things that I didn't like about the movie, and we'll get into those later sure. later in this. Yeah. After some Easter eggs and spoilers and stuff, Um yeah. Overall, man, it was good. It was good. I thought it was really good. It's been hard to get a ticket to see it again. Really, uh, I spent. Yeah, I saw it again last night, but I could not get in over the weekend. And you I tried. I ma- even tried to maneuver. I tried to maneuver all of my thing, and I just couldn't. I couldn't get in. I wanted to see it in IMAX actually, and I I just couldn't get in. I was gonna go see it in wow. 4DX, but then I couldn't. I couldn't get in. They keep getting better. Obviously, they're they're hiring the right people. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of great things about this movie, but let's get into the story. The storytelling is what, what's important. Absolutely. Uh, Chris, did you feel did you feel like over being familiar with the character? Yeah you felt like it, it it hit everything as a super fan the fanboy did it hit everything that you wanted it to
1: i i did i think it it stayed true to what i needed to stay true to but actually mm-hmm. more importantly for me the story was better than the superhero universe so i think that what always the, the, there's a pattern that these superhero movies fall into and they end up all, I mean, for the most part, the Marvel cinematic universe has done a great job. Their movies, you know, they'd never have had one that was like just absolutely garbage as far as, you know, these 18 we're talking about. Um, but they, there's definitely a pattern they follow in some ways. And it's the ones that stand out from that, that I think for me stand out the most story wise. There are certain ones like I think Aven the first Avengers stands out really well, but I think it stands out because it took a bunch of characters And it put them together really seamlessly. And it might not be the best movie ever or the best story, but, I mean, you can see what happens when something goes wrong in Justice League when they brought a bunch of people together and it was just garbage. Jesus Christ. Exactly. So this one, in this day and age, my favorite of the Marvel movies has always been uh, Winter Soldier, so Captain America 2. Because I felt like as I watched that and after I watched it again and again and again, by itself, it was just a good movie that happened to be a Captain America movie. And this one I felt the same way. Like when I walked out I wasn't saying, "Wow, that was a great superhero movie." Or, "Wow, that was a great Black Panther movie." I was just saying, "That was a great movie. It had all the pieces, right. all the storytelling that on its own just make it make it good. It makes it, it stands out. It does things different. It it sh- highlights a character as a superhero, but it, it does everything else in a super human way even though it's dealing with advanced technology and battling guys with robot arms. Like it just felt good."
0: Yeah, no, I would agree. I would and and to to counter your what you're saying, you know, I asked you about being the fanboy and blah blah blah. I yeah. felt like you you could have not seen any of these films, mm-hmm. come to this movie, just seen this movie, not know anything about who the Black Panther is, and and walk away like that was a good movie. Yeah, if you just yeah. came out
1: of a ten year coma and you were like, I want to go to the movies, and they took you, you'd watch it, and be like, that was awesome. That was just, that that guy's not any, I never had any idea comics existed. You'd be like, that was just really cool, great character great everything about it i I love this i was in i was in the whole time it had all the right beats it was i, I, was I loved a lot you know
0: um going t- into the characters though uh
1: mm-hmm.
0: who was your who was your favorite character of of this new that we got like a whole new movie full of characters
1: brand new characters all across but there's only new. one character that's repeats and that's right uh that's the guy you know the hobbit technically there's Three characters. that have Well, been- I guess that's true because Claw is in Ultron, the bad guy. Actually, the third.
0: He, now that you say no. There's now there's four. There's, um, there, there's four.
1: Who Who are the other yeah. ones? Everett um, Ross, who's like the CIA guy. He was. He he's gonna. Yeah, he, he's there. And then Claw made an appearance. Who else? Oh, Black Panther. I, duh. Black Panther, and then um, one of his the guards was in Civil War.
0: With oh, Peter. really? Yeah
1: regardless of all that good guy wise we got a huge we got a huge pool of new characters and new places and all kinds of new stuff that i didn't realize this and i i this is the first one in a while
0: it seems like that we didn't have multiple uh characters in it like if this was just like one character his world where Mm -hmm. he's from and what he's going through but i think um i think dr strange didn't have any
1: other right except for the after credit scene thing Right. But Which, I feel then like you could
0: argue you could argue that with this one.
1: Sure, absolutely. And credits are always gonna bring stuff in as teaser. Good guy wise, though, I I love I think that uh Chad is it Chadwick Bozeman or Bosman? It's gotta be Bozeman, right? Bozeman, yeah. Boseman. He he's, he just does a great job as that character. He brings the emotional power to it, but he also can be kind of a badass, scary dude. Like I, I I, he's very believable to me in all the roles he plays. He's a great actor. Um, I, I the standout for me, and I know it's out for a lot of people, uh, but it was definitely his little sister. She crushed. Oh,
0: yeah, she was good. She was good. She was amazing. Um, I, she's amazing. Really, she's funny.
1: She's uh, she's like what's up? you know making stuff and and being kind of like more human in a world was, that seems really she, kind of high and mighty, not high and mighty, yes. but very proper.
0: Yeah, she's very Western, yes. civilized, like into yes. the Western world. Um, for me, I would say the character that stood out that I really liked was was Winston Duke. Who plays uh Mbaku? I thought he was dope. Is he, he the, was leader of
1: the of the mountain people?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he was great. He, he he was like the right character when it was time to be serious, and when it was time to be funny, he was funny.
1: He'd be kind of arrogant uh, but jokey.
0: Yeah. And yeah.
1: over overall, and
0: we'll kind of bleed into spoilers here, but like at the beginning, we'll spoil the shit. Body, out of this. He, he, he comes off very like arrogant. And like an asshole, but yeah. then in the end, he, he becomes a, a character that's like has has the the same I would say ideals. as, yeah. as Chadwick Boseman and and T'Challa in as Black Panther. Uh,
1: yeah, I agree. When you first when you first see him in their little uh their little battle for who's gonna be the king or whatever in their fight, you you know if you haven't seen it yet, that's on you. Uh, they. they so we're getting into all right. So now let's, let's, just, let's just call it. What Spo- we're going out spoilers. from here on out. It's spoilers. You might so as well skip to the off. end. Uh, when they're doing their first battle to challenge for, you know, the king, he just seems like a lesser villain. Like, he was brought in to lose, to show that this process is a thing, so then when Michael B. Jordan comes later, it's not a big, so when Killmonger, oh, this is not some new thing, we're familiar. But yeah, they circle back around to making this person someone that goes deeper, that has this idea that even though we're separate, because we don't want to be a part of the tribe, the four other tribes, doesn't mean that we have different ideals. Right. And he called him out on stuff that he thought it, he had done wrong. And sure, like And I love that. I, th- I thought about that in my head, too. I was like, if this guy, yeah, of course you're going to come to me for help because now I'm the only help you have. And, and and in my head I said that. I'm like, so if he's just like, yeah, I'll fight with you, it's not going to be believable. But then the character, just, he says, well, you've never come for help before, but now that you need it, now you want our help. So no, we're not going to help. And ultimately they do help. But the, the fact of the matter was he realized it's they better, called it's it out. better.
0: Yeah. It's, he was like, yeah. He called him out on like, yo, but he also came back to him like, yo, I think you're wrong because guess what? He's going to come after you next. Like
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, we got to um, this together, amigo. Yeah.
0: So and obviously they agree on what's best for Wakanda. Obviously, an outsider running Wakanda is not. Not so, great. Let's talk about Michael B. Jordan for a second. Um, yeah. He plays Eric Killmonger, mm-hmm. who is whose story was a little bit manipulated uh, from the books. Same kind of concept but loosely different i thought it was a great adaptation absolutely um this is one of my favorite parts about the movie chris you already, i feel like you already know what i'm gonna say you know what i'm gonna say i love the, the oakland feel like um absolutely you know, ryan kugler is from oakland and every every everything about what he does is there's always ties to his roots and when i met and beforehand i mentioned it when I was like, yeah, I was listening to the soundtrack and there's this Bay track and I didn't really understand why, but I loved that they tied in Killmonger to Oakland. Right. Because it made it made sense. Originally he's from, he was like in New York. Right. It makes there's a lot of ties to Oakland overall in the big, big scheme of things. Easter eggs, whatever. Um Black Panther group started in Oakland. So right. there's all these different, there's all these, so it starts there and there's ties to it. Oakland's dope, but like it's it's rough. Like there are really rough areas of Oakland. Very rough. And, yeah. And I love that this is the first bad guy we've seen in the MCU whose motive wasn't like I'm gonna take over the world because I'm an asshole and I right. fucking hate exactly. everybody.
1: I'm the I'm the guy.
0: His motive was like, yo, I shitty things happen to people in my neighborhood, and the where I come from, Wakanda. All, you guys have all this technology and all these things that could save lives that. that whose lives have been destroyed, like you could have saved all of them, but you chose to ignore it. And exactly. so like with that goes like a little bit of uh power hungry, but I think that's the best type of villain. And it kind of to tie things back to my man, Dr. Doom. That's how doom is like there's, there's an overall agenda. It's not mm-hmm. like I just want to take over the world for the sake of taking over right.
1: the world. Yeah. You get a lot of villains across all everything that just want power to have power or maybe their motives aren't described fully and the the best villains are the ones that you know what they want or maybe they want something for a reason that is is surprising or you know in this in this case exactly what you're saying like he's a great villain killmonger's a great villain across the board he's like one of the one of the best ones marvel's had if not the best and it's because yes he has a tragic story that you can relate to his cause is something that we all, I think people in general have this idea that, yes, it, it could be better. There are these things we could use to make things better. What makes somebody a villain and or a super villain, whatever, is the fact that he went from, you know, you could be helping people to give me your weapons. I'm going to give the weapons to people so they can help themselves. And then it becomes now you're putting human lives in jeopardy and you're making more war and you've become the thing that you're you're going to end up becoming the thing that you don't want to be right 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 but what makes that so through that whole film you're like i uh, literally from the minute he's on screen until the the minute he's not at the end i was like man i hate this dude but at the same time i can understand why he's so angry yeah you and there's been a ton of villains that
0: i couldn't do that with yeah because they're all like you could displace them like you could not know their backstory Be like
1: whatever Cool. That person can fit here. That person can fit here. And this actually brings up a really interesting question. I I was, I wrote it down and I want to talk to you and see what your thoughts are. Do you think, and again, another, if you've made it this far and you're like, these aren't bad spoilers, this is a big one because black Panther kills him, he puts a spear into his heart and he dies. Uh, Do you think that Marvel has a killing problem with uh, killing off its villains problem? And let me, before you answer, let me just tell you because I wrote this all down. So there have been 18 villains, main villains. Mm-hmm. Of those 18, 11 are dead. Two are maybes, those two being Ultron and uh, Red Skull, because Ultron, his AI could exist and float into space and whatever. Well, the, and, well, they say Hella could have survived too. And and uh, And Skull is the other one that I have written down. Because he gets transported by the cube that doesn't mean he's dead. How could she survive? She got hit by a giant sword. Because she's the god. Like technically, she's the goddess of death. Oh, she got vaporized. She's not signing any contracts. Uh, but there are only five. But,
0: but no, but remember, she was already suppressed down there. Or like she was. She can. She can teleport. I.e., when you see her at the beginning.
1: Maybe when she first comes in. She teleports. Maybe she leaves. Who knows? So maybe that goes into maybe column. But there are only five confirmed living villains. Of all 18 Let me films. see if, I, let, me see if I, let me see if I can guess Ooh, who. They are. Fine. Yeah, go for it.
0: Uh is does well Thanos has technically not really been in the movie yet, right? Thanos
1: doesn't count yet. He'll uh, be the he'll be the nineteenth. Uh, so you have the vulture. Vulture is one, yes. Loki. Loki is two, yes. Does uh 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 Goldblum
0: count? Who? Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum?
1: Um, no, because apparently he's considered uh, he's not considered a villain. He's considered a, a whatever the middle ground is because he has he has bad he does bad stuff, but he's not a direct. He's kind of like the collector. Like they're not considered villains because they're not actively trying they're just, to. They're impede. just shady people. Yeah, they're just yeah, shady. They're just, they're sh- just yeah. Uh, One of these is going to be. I know there's no way you're going to get because I didn't think about it either. Um, I'm,
0: to be honest, those are the probably the only two that I can think of right now.
1: Um. Uh, Baron Zemo. No, wait, he kills himself. No, Black Panther, he stops him from uh, shooting himself in the head and he's arrested. Yeah, he's arrested in, they in say Civil that, War. They say that in Black, in Black, Black Panther. In Black Panther, they say, yeah, he was caught. So, Zemo's still alive. Abomination. Interesting. Who's that? That's Hulk's villain in Incredible Hulk. Oh, fuck. the Edward Norton that movie one. Does- that movie
0: doesn't even exist it's, as far as I'm concerned. It's considered
1: part of this. I know. I, I wouldn't have said it. But the biggest one that's a miss, and I think it's because, like you said earlier, there's 18 films and 18 villains, but Loki repeats in Avengers. Avengers so actually, yeah. there are two main villains in um, Iron Man 2, and, and the second villain is Justin Hammer. Oh, does he survive? He does. Yeah, he does, because he's in another movie later. So Sam uh. Rockwell exists. It, it, it makes the... The cut twos, but I mean, so going back to the original question, do you think they have a problem with killing off villains? I'll answer that in a second,
0: but technically isn't, uh, isn't the, from Iron Man 3, the
1: villain in Iron Man 3 is technically still alive, but he was like,
0: and I'm an actor.
1: Well, oh
0: yeah, Mandarin, Mandarin. he wasn't really, and he
1: ended up being a red herring, so they only count the, the guy with uh damn i just lost his name he's that guy guy pierce <laughs> his name's guy uh guy pierce as the well main i'm saying film. like the mandarin character is still kind of technically like but i guess he is actually the man because he does he when he opens up his shirt he's got the dragon so you're supposed to assume that guy pierce is right. the mandarin and the sorcery instead is extremist they sort of that's why that, that movie one. sucks that's yeah. why that movie sucks they sort of botched that one <laughs> Uh, do I think? Do I think they have a killing problem? Yeah, with because their think villains? about comic books. There are years and years, and sure they find ways to bring people back. But in these stories, they're based off of these villains. They don't die. They so they can come back and fight again. And I feel like in the Marvel movies, it's possible they bring in their who's their biggest hitter. Okay, bring that guy in this movie. Oh fuck, he's dead. So now there's no way to bring that back in any way. I mean, does it or is that or do you like it better because they're closing the loop? They're basically saying, hey, there's that villain that his main villain tells the story, but now he's gone. So don't worry about him in a sequel.
0: Uh, Yes, this has been the MC. This has been a problem in the MCU. Um, mm-hmm. That's why you don't. That's why the, their villains are so forgettable, Um, which is one of the things I I does. And this brought me to some of the things I didn't like about Black Panther. One, you know, they killed off killmonger who's the best the best v- best villain they've had one his death scene that his whole like him dying and the way that he died and like the one move that he makes and he kills him and then like somehow gets him up to an elevator and then he goes to the top and like he's like this we could save you and uh, that whole that whole time frame what is that what is that in movie time right, like in movie exactly. time in five real minutes. life time that was probably like five minutes but in movie time that had to be like 20
1: absolutely yeah it's like okay i gotta grab your body and there's a spear in your heart i'm gonna take you over to the elevator and then i'm gonna get you up here and then i'm gonna say we might be able to save you and then he makes like a reference to you know slavery like, and stuff
0: he's like he was basically like fuck you don't save me like yeah throw me in the ocean because i'm not like i'm whatever which it was which was cool on the end of the character i wasn't mad about that but not at his all. whole like his whole dragged out death scene was horrible which i thought was horrible and is the worst part of the movie
1: Right. Really? You didn't like that? I laughed at that. Really?
0: I was yes, I was really, really disappointed in that whole last that whole little five seven minute piece right there. I drove me nuts. I was like, really? Not only did they kill off the best villain they've had in nineteen movies, but it was so like, uh oh, uh, uh you know, it was so like cartoony like dramatic uh no, like he just stabs them and like they sit down there for a good like three minutes, like, yeah, you got me.
1: Yeah. That was a good I move. I mean, I actually I didn't I didn't hate it. I thought that I thought that played into black more than Killmonger like being I thought I, I th I didn't think that played into his character. I thought that played more into uh T'Challa's uh character and the fact that he would, even in victory, have sympathy and and be able to snap out of that like I'm fighting for a cause and I'm fighting with passion and rage to be able to step out and be like, what's important is that, you know, I'm going to carry you and let you see the sunset and then I might be able to but heal like, you. But
0: who does that?
1: Only really? superheroes.
0: Okay, again, like, why would he let him carry him up to the sunset? Right. The fool just stabbed him in the fucking stomach or heart
1: or whatever. You know, maybe, and this doesn't play to all of them, but. Maybe there's also things to be said about he was a great character because of his backstory and how it plays into the film. But if you pull him out and put him into another scenario, I don't think he plays as well. He doesn't stand out in the sense like, and I don't mean to stand out as an actor. Michael B. Jordan is just amazing in that role it's a great villain but like when i'm looking at these other names i like if you i just don't feel like all the avengers together or everybody let's say in in the next infinity war like i don't think some of them would have much of a problem with him as much as a problem as they would with ultron or red skull or even hella if she was alive like you mean like these more problem
0: as far as like you mean his problem as far as like uh can could take like the avengers could just like take him out with ease
1: of all of them i feel like doctor strange alone yeah. could just be like you're in a portal i just sent you to mercury but i can't necessarily do that to ultron cuz he can transfer and red skull's got superpowers like captain america and then thanos with his whole posse i feel like if you drop him in there even in the dark the black leopard suit i feel like he doesn't stand much of a chance he would become a weaker villain and maybe that applies to a lot of these other ones we've seen killed or the ones that are human and captured it's kind of like hey like, these are the ones that are alive, but they're all in prison. These are the dead ones. And the two maybes, three maybes now, are the ones that could actually put up a fight. Yeah, I mean, he, he had a simple motive. His motive he was like... only based in this arc of this story. His, his dr- yeah,
0: his drive was simple, and it worked in this story. I would agree with that. He's uh, not a great however, villain because
1: he's the Joker. He's a great villain because... However, yeah.
0: however, I would say that he's a better villain than Loki, and Loki is now an anti-hero. Sure, which I think you could have made that argument for him.
1: It's because Loki was like a whiny, like it's funny they're both kind of whiny babies, but he's a whiny baby in the right way, where he's like, "My father was killed, I was abandoned, so now I worked my whole life to get here." When Loki's like, "You mean I was adopted? I hate all of you."
0: Yeah, and <laughs> but I, that's what I'm saying. I think, and as and you're talking about, you know, shows the side of his character, uh, Black Panther's character and T'Challa's character, like. Why wasn't he just like, no, fuck this. I'm going to save this kid. I'm going to turn him around. I'm going to show him, like... Yeah, I mean, he agreed with them in the whole film, and he knew that, like, you know, they created this monster. Like, he didn't really try to save him, though, at the same time.
1: Well, he killed Forrest Whitaker and tried to kill his sister, and I get it. Turned his best friend against him. I'd probably still fucking put a spear in him. I mean, if you, th- if you think about it, like, he
0: saved the guy who tried who killed his father. But yet, this kid who was a band... like he just killed him. He was like, mm, all right. Well, I can save you. And he's like,
1: no, I don't do it. And he's like, Oh, okay. Well, he said no. Well, right? I also, but I also, in fairness, that line he says that I bury me in the ocean with my people that jumped because they who knew it was better to be to die than be a slave or whatever. Right. Like, right. I, in fairness, that's pretty bomb because I, I get that. I'm like, why would you bring me back just so you can keep me in a? You can put me on the raft and I can maybe escape one day. Fuck, I'd rather die. Yes,
0: I thought that I. It was that line is great, it worked in the movie, and it's it, that part was good. But on the reflection of T'Challa's character, had that been right. his father, and his father
1: said that, you mean to tell me he wouldn't That's true because he didn't he didn't let Zemo kill himself. He didn't and he was like, I but Then can't again, let... Zemo was like not a very like tough titties, your family got killed in something I wasn't involved with. So it's the same principle though. You're right. He blew it. Movie sucks. <laughs> don't go see it <laughs> don't see it it sucks you're right god um
0: let's no, just I, that that's what that was like the one thing that, that one thing that catch. bothered me
1: that's the catch yeah. well there's only one catch in a two and a half hour movie they did something right
0: the other thing i wanted to talk to you about before we get into easter eggs because it's fucked up and i think i'm starting to see that i think marvel's doing this on purpose <laughs> um the timeline right so the last three movies that have come out kind of all take place at the same time right however we don't know if that's 2017 or 2018 or the future or or isn't this supposed to be like 2016 this one has to be after civil war that's what by at so least six homecoming, months homecoming ragnarok and actually ragnarok can take place before homecoming right Ragnarok can Civil take War. place
1: whenever it wants. So can Guardians, because time is different depending on where you are in space. Loophole.
0: Uh, damn it. Okay, <laughs> damn. <laughs> um. So, then yeah, Homecoming and Black Panther take place at the same time.
1: That makes sense.
0: Which is, it's, so is it still technically? Well, no, because Civil War spec, or this is where it gets weird, because the eight-year thing. So
1: Yeah. I wouldn't speak about this. This is yeah, it's
0: it's messy. Well no, because there's a I say this because of the first Easter egg that's on this list, and that is Shuri's uh vine re- uh reference to, to his shoes when he's when she's like,
1: What are those? <laughs> right, right, right. The yeah, the which vine a, to his sandals.
0: Is, yeah, which is a reference to a vine that came out around I want to say twenty fifteen. So hmm. either
1: yeah, interesting. I never thought about... It. I get lost in this because I think, honestly, this was like... They've done such good planning for the timeline that the point they're like, well, fuck, now actual real years are getting in our way. And it's the same thing we talked about actually when uh, I think it might have been last week or maybe the week before, we were talking about the Ant-Man and the Wasp. And like in that mm-hmm. first trailer, we're like, well, this clearly... he There's a flashback to Civil War, but he's free now. And then there's a reference that he got loose if she, she, he wouldn't have got captured, but like this takes place before this. So how does that play? Like it, why wasn't she in this? If you know I mean? Like we end up getting caught up on our own web of time because we're like, is that 2017 or 2018? Right. I think, so I think that, Suri is just killing it. She's got a great or Shuri.
0: It's also a back to the future reference. Yes. Which I love
1: scene. like, because and I, I was, I was curious about this. And I wanted to ask you or talk to you about it. Like, she references it heavily without saying it. It's like, oh yeah, they do that. They they uh, l- lace themselves up or whatever. Like those shoes From- in that old movie we used to watch all the time. And I'm like, you're talking about Back to the Future too, but you can't say Back to the Future too,
0: right? She's like, she she says they're just like the shoes in that movie that Baba used to watch all the
1: time. Yeah, it's like you're a super, super nerd tech yeah. person and you don't know what Back to the Future is. <laughs> I'm calling no she says. She says Baba's favorite movie.
0: Yeah, I think she says something like that. Baba Love Back um, to the Future. Yes, um, but yeah, that that line was great, and it made perfect. It, it was it was a good reference. Great uh, for pop for pop culture and everything in it.
1: Uh, an Easter egg I had next is kind of an Easter egg, more of a point just to to, to, to think about. Uh, so the what what was his name? Who's the actor that played the leader of the mountain? Uh, Winston Duke. Winston Duke. So his character M'baku. Mbaku in the comics is actually called Man Ape. And he, he wears has an all
0: he wears like basically like an ape skin. A
1: gorilla's skin. A white gorilla's skin. And he puts up like a hood, but it's like the head of the, Ma- the yeah, gorilla the gorilla. gorilla. And I, I just think as an Easter egg, I think it's cool that they include him as a character, but it's definitely and and I completely agree with this it's definitely racially toned down because he's still the same character. He leads the people. He has the actual white fur that he wears, but without the head of the grill, he pulls up, even though the, his people have the gorilla masks. Um, but I mean, when this comic came out, you know, black Panther and they definitely, it was definitely more of a racially charged, not only maybe not more of, but a racially charged time. And there are those themes coming through. So I think it's, I I, I just think it's impressive. They made this character be such a big part of it, even though, in 1970 whatever this character came out being called man ape which is just already yeah, terrible I mean,
0: not really the best superhero name or yeah. a char- character name but yeah no they they toned it down and they they what i love about it is they they didn't shy away from it they they no. took it and made it they made it applicable to the film they made its sense, own
1: thing uh, in a way that makes sense and, and actually adds to the culture and the characters of of him yeah. and his tribe.
0: And, you know, that's that's what I love. What That's one of the things I love as a comic book fan about this movie was, uh, you know, I love it when they take stuff straight out of the books. And, sure. and this is one of those things, along with um, even small stuff, as re- even some of the ridiculous stuff like, you know, uh, him fighting a rhino. I'm so
1: glad you said the word ridiculous because while that thing you were talking about earlier with the death of Killmonger took you out, this is the only moment, uh, there were two, one of them was only like took two seconds, but this was the only moment in the movie that took me out of the movie when he blows that horn. And in my head, I was like, oh, is he calling reinforcements? Cause that would be trouble. And then these armored rhinos come rushing over the hill and he's got to fight them off. I understand that if you're having a spear versus sword battle, an armored rhinoceros is definitely a problem. But it was the only one I was like, well, that's just silly. And this is, then there's like spaceships flying around. And that's where I'm like, come on, rhinoceroses. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
0: it was like the old, old way, uh, tradi- I shouldn't say old. I should say traditional way of life with, with new technologies spread throughout it. Um, yeah, I didn't, you know, it was. Not the best use of CGI. Uh, M- Marvel does have the issue right now of having too much CGI in their in their movies.
1: Oh, This one was great.
0: This, this was one of them. This, if you took this, if you took the rhinos out of the film, does it make or break the film? No. No.
1: God, no. It was like, it, was, it literally took me out for 30 seconds, and I was back in, and I was like, yeah, fucking tackle that rhino. I totally bought in hard after being like, wait a minute.
0: Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was a little bit. Ridiculous, but, but it pulls at same straight time,
1: from the it pulls straight from the books from like the you, books. Said. you can't be mad. You straight can't from be the mad books. About what else came comes from the books? The the waterfall death. Being beaten and then thrown off the waterfall.
0: Yeah. This is I don't know how I feel about this. I, I think I still try and figure it out and I even as I watched it a second time last night. When the main character technically dies or like I don't know how he survived that throw off a long ass waterfall. Sure. Because he's stripped of his powers, he's just a regular dude, right? Stabbed, stabbed, sliced a couple of times. Yeah, he's, he's not doing great. I don't know. I get it. It's a superhero movie. It's blah blah. blah. It's okay. It's the comics. Like da, da da. Why why even do that? I don't get that. I don't. I don't get like if the main you thought you try to throw this perception of like the main character dying
1: when everybody knows no, he's not dead.
0: No. Yeah. There's everybody knows. One because we already seen the trailer for the sequel for the next film. We know so he's going to be there. Uh, so uh, no,
1: I think this comes. This is a good question you bring about certain storytelling aspects, and I think that the the part this is something that we this is done in all kinds of movies, all kinds of fairy tales. Something happens, the main characters washed away in a river, or they're thrown off a cliff, or whatever. They end up, you know, surviving. And I think what this one did right though is that we didn't follow his journey at all. Because it at that moment when he gets thrown off, it stops being his story and it starts being the people that have to understand and cope and deal with his death. And if they had, he falls out. day, you see him hit the water and you don't see him again until the mountain, uh, until he's in the mountain in the snow and they like find his body, you know, and he's been being taken care of. Um, if at any point you'd seen him wash up on a, on the shore and then the fishermen find him and load him in the thing and start to take it up the trail. And then the camera pans up to show that this is where the, the mountain tribe is like that takes away from it because then you're like, cool. So this is basically just him taking a time out in the movie. But even though we know he's not dead in that 15 minute span of film or whatever it is, you're legitimately, you shift your care away from where's he at. And you're completely focused on the sister and the mother getting out safely, Lupita Nyong'o's character helping them get out them going and asking this tribe for help like I was completely like this yeah. is good because I, you're not telling me oh and remember he's alive fucking I know he's alive but focus on what's yeah, happening I, uh, here
0: I guess too it's also you kind of see where you know you see the the, the tragedy that happens like yeah, technically kill, yeah. Killmonger Killmonger won uh, the rule to the throne technically and I think that I think whether they did it right as I think about it now is when they come to uh and she's like, Yo, I'm I gotta ride or die with this guy.
1: Oh, yeah, when they come the, to Michonne,
0: Michonne, yeah, when there's, and there's Yo, I gotta,
1: I, this is the king, like, this is talk- my job, yeah. She's like,
0: yeah. What are you talking about? Like, we gotta, we, we can't let this happen, and she's like, No, this is my job. Yeah, we got to overthrow this
1: dude. And it's like, no, I can't. It's like, what do you mean much, you can't? And she's
0: like, yeah, she's like, as much as I hate it, I can't. Like, this, is, this what it is, is what I signed up for. No matter who's on that throne, my job is to protect them. Yeah. So you see kind of, so you, yeah, I get, you know, you, you see how characters react when their world it crumbles. Apart, and it's very.
1: Uh, it's got a real yeah. Shakespearean tone to it, where like you know, it doesn't shy away from the fact that like if the mother and daughter don't leave now, he's going to have them killed almost immediately. And yeah, this whole thing like well, even Michonne's character too, coming at the end in the climactic battle, where it's like we we had hints or like a little throwaway line, but the fact that her and his friend, bodyguard guy that that changes sides, like they're lo- they're in love with each other, and yet are gonna fight. <laughs> yeah. She's like, "I'll kill you if I have to," because that's what this is about. Like, it just takes it to a deeper uh, level.
0: I don't like I don't like that they like try to make it seem like he died, but
1: yes, it I get built, it. I, yeah, it, it took the focus off of him and his character, and let us see the, the others, which no other movie is really. none of These movies have done like you never had like a fifteen minute breakaway with Happy and Gwyneth Paltrow. You know what I mean. Oh, yeah, while while he's (laughs) off. While he's, like, hurt. He's just like, oh, no, he's trapped. He's fine. Being babysat (laughs)
0: by a 13-year-old kid.
1: Uh, Another one Uh, we talked about. We talked about Oakland Easter eggs.
0: A couple of things with the uh, post-credit scene.
1: Yeah, post-credit
0: scenes. So, originally, I guess, the the mid-credit scene was supposed to be the end of the movie. It was supposed to end with him, like,
1: at the basketball court, smiling, and then it was going to cut to the UN, where he's talking to them, and... Again, it right. ends with him smiling. So I think that they... What were, what were you going
0: to say? What I was going to say is it. it kind of... It ends where it starts. Right. In that sense of, you know... Which is a good, altogether, like, roundabout thing in film. And that's definitely taught, like... A shitty version of the beginning at this point. But, like, a great point at the end. Right. happy moment. So which makes sense in the mid credit scene's whatever it didn't really
1: it doesn't do anything for it, it just kind of gives a little Wakanda's going to be open at its borders
0: it had nothing to do with no at at least i could think it, it, maybe it does but it it doesn't have anything to do with the rest of the the cinematic universe no um but towards the end you see Bucky Barnes. Yes, you do, and he's fully healed. They ref- they reference him as the White Wolf. Now, this is another character in the Marvel comics. Mm-hmm. They've kind of done this with multiple characters, like a few different characters, where they like flirt with him being another character and right. or, like two di- characters in one. But there's still lots of rumors and and flirts. There's another thing I read that was like, well, he's in the lights reflecting him in red, white, and blue, or he's wearing red, white, and blue. Yeah,
1: that was one that I saw too.
0: But then they reference him as a white wolf and the white wolf has this whole other story. He's basically white White wolf
1: as a character is basically like an orphan or was like a, you know, he was orphaned and he got adopted by uh, T'Challa's father. And then he basically gets brought up in Wakanda and he's sort of like he he, actually his character story is a lot like Winter Soldier in the sense that he's kind of like a super spy guy that goes around and does a bunch of stuff. And sometimes that's shady and sometimes it's not. And he's always kind of an antagonist in some ways to T'Challa mm-hmm. but for the most part he's like there to help him and help Wakanda and he's always considered like his brother so that's an interesting little throwaway. away but even more importantly though for me just seeing that scene is the fact that uh, Shuri was able to you know not only heal he, he's got his he's got no arm but also just heal his well, mind to the point where he's like yeah I'm not crazy anymore I'm definitely a good guy well he definitely doesn't
0: say anything but she's like right you're doing a lot better you're
1: doing great and he's like call me Bucky mm-hmm. I don't want to be called anything else I'm feeling like myself well, yeah yeah Interesting. Um, I'm excited to see him kick some ass with a vibranium arm. Yeah, no, they uh, they did what exactly what we thought they would.
0: They they have what I feel like they've done is uh, catapulted Black Panther is going to be the face of the MCU mm-hmm. after this next movie. A brand new Captain America,
1: a new Thor.
0: Unfortunately for Paul Rudd, he has a movie that takes place after that's like a wash away sequel that can probably be forgettable. Hopefully it's not.
1: Hopefully it's awesome. That'd be uh, great.
0: I think Ryan Coogler did a great job of like making a movie that ties an an 18 like basically part 18 of a <laughs> movie series. I agree. Made I, it, I love it. Made it stand alone and and uh leaving it open for the future to come to have two more where they have the same director and Ryan Coogler's behind all of it. I think he did a great job. Um Bam. he's he's been getting a lot of love and he deserves it and it's good to see a guy from from the town uh, on crushing. top, so yeah. of the nineteen, Chris,
1: mm-hmm.
0: where do you rank Black Panther?
1: Uh, me, we're gonna do this because Rotten Tomatoes has it as the number one as far as tomato score. Number one. I saw it as number two on the Vox list. Um, uh-huh. Okay, fine. Then I'll just tell you mine. Mine. It's my yeah. number one. Oh, you
0: threw it up at number one? Huh? I did.
1: It, it was a close. It, it's a very close race. It might even. I might even go as far to as say that it ties with Winter Soldier for me because of all the reasons I talked about earlier. But I really mm-hmm. do. I, I feel like it's the most complete. Maybe it doesn't have the stuff like Avengers bringing everybody together. Maybe it doesn't have the pow that Iron Man did kicking off the series. But I think for being where we are, it's a great movie, and being where we are 18 films in, what it does to help this keep going, to gain momentum, to make a statement in the right way, it's 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 the best. It's my number one. What about you?
0: So when originally when I left the theater, I had it at number five. Woo! I think I'm putting it at number three okay. uh, Ragnarok, a hard close number four. All right. Uh, but Civil War is really good. It's a favorite of mine. And I really like Spider-Man. That Yeah. spider mans real good. But the best two villains of the whole ser- of the whole MCU has got to be Michael Keaton and, and, and Michael B. Jordan.
1: Yeah. I mean, those are both great. A surprise uh characters you can understand or that you can kind of get behind or, you know, what their motivations are and just do a good job vulture i don't love vulture but i love keaton what do you think this means
0: going forward hmm. are we gonna see as do you think black panther is gonna be the lead of mcu come are we in phase four yet or is this like the
1: start? god only knows before? i don't know i know that i think that this is definitely in this next age of heroes they're gonna bring in um I think definitely he's going to be a face of it. It depends on who ends up becoming Captain America. It depends if they go with a female Thor. It, there's so many things up in the air, but I think it's going to be the it's going to be young, fresh, new faces and really good actors as well. They're going to bring in. So I'm 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 ready to watch.
0: There's a bunch of characters returning, and obviously in Infinity War. Um, we've seen them in the trailer from Michonne. I think uh, the dude from Get Out is even in. Yeah, you know,
1: all of Wakanda will be there to protect that Infinity Stone.
0: Do you think Captain Marvel makes an appearance in Infinity yes. War? Yes, you think so? I do. This was a long, drawn out podcast. I'll try and edit it up to be shorter, but this has been fun. probably the coolest, coolest conversation we've had about the MCU so far. Hell yeah, it um, has. Were we not? Were we not doing a podcast during
1: Spider Man? I guess we weren't. No, we were. I think maybe we weren't. Who knows? I feel or like we, were we didn't so, talk about we were anything so, like we talked about this. It was probably preseason, right? Preseason. Preseason season podcasting. If you
0: like our show, please,
1: please take a second. Write us a
0: review. The reviews have been great so far. Uh, we yeah. appreciate them. I know Chris does. I know I do. This has been fun. We're on episode
1: 18. Season 2, episode 18. Check us out on in iTunes, Stitcher, the podcast app. Uh, follow us on Instagram at G2TheSplash. Uh, Facebook, we can do anything.
0: Hit us up on Twitter. Chris doesn't have one, I do. Bradley Baxter, hit us up on Instagram. G to the splash. Every we drop every Thursday. We're here Wednesdays, Man. we drop Thursdays. <laughs> Let us know what you thought about Black Panther. Is it the best Marvel movie ever, like Chris thought, or you kind of got some favorites pocketed away, like I did? Chris, any, any last. Words uh, on your tombstone. Have a good week. I'm uh, frozen.
1: And uh, go, uh, go, Black Panther.
0: <laughs> Black Panther, we out now.